Hello and welcome to the broadcast. This is a ministry of North Harford Baptist Church in Jarrettsville, Maryland. Visit us online at northharford.org. All right, Mark, thir- Mark 3, 13 through 30. You can be thinking about the uh, power of the kingdom of God or the unstoppable ministry of the kingdom of God. And we're seeing it in this passage during Christ's earthly ministry as he came to establish the kingdom. So that's different than our historical setting, but it's the same Holy Spirit. It's the same Jesus who's working in us and through us. It's the same kingdom that he's now advancing. Verse 13, and he went up on the mountain and called to him those whom he desired. And they came to him and he appointed twelve whom he also named apostles so that they might be with him. Number one, be with him. Number two, he might send them out to preach, right? So to be with him and to send them out to preach. And verse 15, number three, have authority to cast out demons. He's giving them a spiritual authority. He's sharing his authority with them. He appointed the twelve, Simon, to whom he gave the name Peter, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, the brother of James, to whom he gave the name Boanerges, that is, sons of thunder, Andrew and Philip, and Bartholomew, and Matthew, and Thomas, and James the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, and Simon the zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. They went home, and the crowd gathered again, so that they could not even eat. And when his family heard it, they went out to seize him, for they were saying, he is out of his mind. Right, so Jesus calls up and officially appoints the 12 apostles. In verse 20, they went home. The crowd gathers again. It says crowd. We really should be picturing mobs, mobs of people. So they could not even eat. And when his family heard about that, they went out to seize him, to get him. For they were saying, what about Jesus? Boy, he's really on to something good here. What were they saying? He's out of his mind. He's lost his mind. Verse 22. And the scribes who came down from Jerusalem were saying, He is possessed by Beelzebub. And by the prince of demons, he casts out demons. You really can't say anything worse about a person. All right. This is it. This is as low as it gets. He's out of his mind. He's lost his mind. He's possessed by the devil. And it's by the devil's power that he's doing these things. Could you imagine the blasphemy? Verse 23. And he called them to him. He called the scribes. He called them to him and said to them in parables. How can Satan cast out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, the kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand, but is coming to an end. He's talking to the scribes in parable to show them the foolishness of their reasoning. If he's possessed by the Spirit of Satan, why would Satan be waging war against Satan's own kingdom? It doesn't make sense. 
Verse 26. And uh, no, we read verse 26. Verse 27. But no one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man. Then indeed he may plunder his house. He's not working by the power of Satan for Satan. He's in fact plundering Satan's house. The strong man is Satan. No one can enter the strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man, limits his authority. Then indeed he may may plunder his house. Truly I say to you, all sins will be forgiven the children of man. But whoever blasphemies, but whatever blasphemies they utter. No, no, no. I apologize. My lines got crossed. Truly, verse 28. Truly I say to you, all sins will be forgiven the children of man. And whatever blasphemies they utter. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is guilty of an eternal sin. For they were saying he has an unclean spirit. Now, verse 30, he gives us the sin that he's talking about. Right? For they were saying he has an unclean spirit. Now, witnessing the ministry of Christ and the power of the spirit, ushering in the kingdom of God, plundering Satan's house, and telling him that he has an unclean spirit, telling him that he's demon-possessed. So you see the kingdom of God on advance. Jesus has appointed these apostles for a reason. And despite the name calling, despite the blasphemy, he is plundering Satan's house. Nothing is going to stop him. Nothing is going to stop him. So the story continues over and over and over. And it's only the chapter three. But we've seen just one example after the other of Jesus authority his authority his spiritual authority manifest on earth and now he begins to share this with the 12 apostles we'll see where it goes from here